0: Nebraska high school sports fans, welcome in to another episode of the Prep Zone Report. I'm Dylan Adams, joined once again by Mike Patterson, a Chicago Bear fan, and uh, owner of one of the best short games in Nebraska. Here, Stu Hospital. When I play, <laughs> you heard that I mean you're in mid season form, right? Where
1: I'm in no season <laughs> form. I'm coming off a back injury, so uh, maybe yeah. in a couple weeks, uh, one of our former colleagues has a uh, little. Um, golf course called Lost Rail that I still need to get to. Ooh,
0: that sounds like a a blast. You know,
1: if I don't do anything else this season, I finish as a winner alongside Mr. Patterson here, Media Day champions at the Pinkle Bank Classic. Yeah,
2: we had a guy named Luke Kluver on our team. So, uh, yeah, we used a few of his shots in the best ball event. So, yes, we were the winners.
0: How about that?
1: We have a little piece of wood as a, well, as a memento of it.
0: Congrats, guys! Yeah,
1: that's so I didn't lose everything this year. No, yeah, we that's were just a good like memory. About how bad I was last year in picking. So, yes, yes, Mike continues to remind me. We'll we'll break that sometime. But you know, <laughs> his volleyball picks usually are chalk. So, Class B. What might can be I say? Inter- Class B might be interesting this year on you. Yes. Yeah,
2: it'll be interesting. Uh, not getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, you know, Elkhorn North will be pushing Scott and Bennington's really good this year, and uh, the Badgers are sneaking up for sure. Yeah. Waverly is really good again, and Norris. So you got your usual you suspects You got your EMC
1: there. plus Scott, right?
2: Yep. So we'll uh, we'll see how that all unfolds which here in the of, weeks to come.
1: Which kind of reminds me of my Class B football ratings, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. <so>. Yeah,
0: no <laughs> doubt about that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, welcome in, guys. Um, we were talking before we started this up here that kind of our main takeaway from week two of high school football is, uh, as you said over the weekend, Stu, that number two team. It's kind of a curse so far. We had preseason Bell West go down. Um, they were the number two team behind Westside. And, and now this last Friday it was Elkhorn South.
1: Getting uh, shackled and losing their quarterback, uh, uh, Rauner, at least Carson Rauner, at least for the rest of that game. Uh, we'll have to see what happens uh, this week when they play at uh, Papio South on Friday. But uh, yeah, Millard South owns the hot seat right now after beating Elkhorn South 33 nothing. And, uh, you know, uh, Millard South opened with a 28 27 win over Millard West. Didn't quite know how to read that one. Then when Millard West knocked off Omaha North, which was number three last week and had beaten Bellevue West the week before, uh, the two Millard schools were big gainers in the ratings, Millard South from f- fifth to second and Millard West from 10th all the way up to fourth. And um, they they play Omaha Burke on TV tomorrow night, KXVO's Thursday Night Lights game. Um, you know, the the two, uh, two of the three Millards are very hot right now and millard north uh is zero two but they play millard south and beat millard south last year uh 20 to 14 so you know could we see another uh shift at number two quite possible
0: yeah definitely i mean like you said that's the hot seat right now um pat you were there on friday night you got to check out those ugly uniforms i mean what would you think of them the camo
2: which uniforms?
0: <laughs> the Patriots uniforms. I didn't. I didn't like them. But oh, what did you what do you think of them? The all gray camo um, they head on. I
1: didn't
2: really give it a second thought. I <laughs> guess I was too zeroed in on the game. Well, but. could you see
0: the numbers?
1: Could you yeah. read the numbers? Yeah. Well, then that's all. Who cares what color they are? They as long <laughs> as you can read the numbers. And right, we're getting better uniforms now because national rules dictate that. You know, we have black on dark uh, forest green, like Millard West has had in the past, or or off-white on white, it's,
2: or, you or know, west side. numbers
1: are on a uniform for a reason, yeah. so we can see who's carrying the ball. Or west side, the black on the red. But yeah. they,
2: they're outlined in white this year, so west sides are much easier to read. But getting back to Millard South, just a great defensive effort by the Patriots uh, from the opening kickoff, really. Elkhorn South, or, uh, uh, yeah, Elkhorn yeah, Elkhorn South. South. yeah, yep. Storm. Had their best drive, really, their first one. That was before Carson Rauner got hurt. He got hurt late in the first quarter, and uh, and once he got hurt, they just didn't really do much offensively. But, boy, a lot of credit to uh, Millard South. And as we were speaking what? about number 56 for Millard South, J.R. Lacuna. Lacuna. right? Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Three sacks, intercepted a sh- very short pass, Uh Was that thrown
1: by Rauner before he got hurt? um, Or was that by the backup? I'm trying to think.
2: It was Rauner. So he left shortly thereafter. Right, right. And, you know, that might have been the one where he got hurt because he got sacked. He was in one more series. He got sacked again. And so on either one of those two hits, I think, is what knocked him out. And I didn't really see a trainer working on his his arm or his leg or anything. So I was kind of wondering if it was a concussion protocol type thing. But, uh, yeah, he did not come back in. And... uh, like I said, thirty-three, nothing, and to shut out a team like Elkhorn South is really saying something. And uh, I, I think I had uh, Elkhorn South for eleven punts, so wow. they they just uh, just couldn't really move the ball and and couldn't get close enough even for a field goal. So props to uh, Millard South.
1: Well, I think Elkhorn South really misses Cole Ballard. Uh, they didn't have much of a running game, did they?
2: No, they they just they, they don't have couldn't. that that back the right. way Ballard was right. and. They don't have that dimension, and really their best scoring chance was their opening drive. They threw a pass into the end zone, went off the uh, receiver's fingertips. If you know, if he catches that, I'm not saying it's a different game, but at least that would have put him up seven to nothing. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, just was not Elkhorn South night.
0: No, I mean they could have possibly built some momentum there, but yeah, I was I was following the game on Twitter, and it and it seemed like it kind of flipped uh, with three p- major plays. First of is that lawn pass that was deflected. And the, and the Patriots came up with it, and then shortly after, they, I think the next play, actually, they ran in for their first touchdown, and then it was the pick six, I think, to start that next drive. Right. And all of a sudden, it's 14-0, and right. <laughs> didn't you know, get much better after that.
2: And Miller-South, I think it was their first touchdown, where the running back, we thought he was down, but he must have put his hand down or something. His knee didn't touch, and all of a sudden, he's still running and caught everybody in the press box you know by surprise mm-hmm. I think it caught Elkhorn South's defense by surprise but you know props to him for for going the distance there well, and knowing not, he uh, wasn't down right right you don't you keep running until you hear the whistle so yeah
0: no doubt about that so you know looking big picture wise now I mean Millard South they, like you guys said they go into this rivalry game Friday night against North but then after that they go it's kind of tough they go at Gretna Home for two and and0 North Star. I mean, they're they're two and and0 Then at Lincoln East. Then you throw in that home game versus West Side October thirteenth. It's it's gonna be tough for the Patriots mm-hmm. to keep this going.
1: Well, well, again, I think outside of West Side, it's it's gonna be jockeying for position, and and you're trying to pick up as many wins as you can. You know, Class A's down to only nine undefeateds after uh, two weeks. Five are ranked, five are not ranked because or four are not ranked because they kind of have been in that lower tier of, of scheduling. And, you know, some of them will step up a little bit in competition this week. Norfolk uh, plays Grand Island uh, tomorrow night, for instance, and North Star on Friday goes out to Kearney. So, you know, big uh, measurement games for those two undefeateds there. But, uh, yeah, it's it's still early. Uh, you know, I stuck Omaha Crate and Prep back in, took a little – email flack for that, but uh, you know, you play number one and number two at the time, back to back weeks, and then beat Miller North, which was ranked in the preseason, you know, the prep's better than the four undefeated teams, they don't have ranks, so, you know, maybe Lincoln Southeast, but they play host to Papillion tomorrow night at Seacrest, and uh, you know, uh, I've got uh, Papillion picked, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe Southeast with home turf, you uh, Makes that a, a closer game than what you think.
2: You know, with prep, that's always kind of my defense when uh, I kind of get that heat for ranking somebody. It's like, okay, who deserves to be ranked more than them? And then that kind of shuts down a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't know. It's just that we don't think that prep or whoever should be ranked. So, well, But like I, you said, they beat Miller North, and they played a rugged schedule, yeah. toughest in Class A so <laughs> far. No
0: Without doubt. doubt. hmm Yep. Yep. And Stu, you are at that uh, that POV game. They, they they remain at number five. Is that correct? The Monarchs stayed at six. Stayed at six. Is that? You yep, know, they, yep.
1: They they beat uh, then uh, number nine Papio South twenty eight seven. Great atmosphere. Great uh, you know turnout. Overflow stands. Uh, Papio South was on the visitor side, and uh, they were they were on the banks over there, and and Papio had the home, and they filled up the stands either side of the press box. So it was. Great atmosphere, um, you know. Pretty solid game. Papio pulled away. Um, actually, they spotted the Titans the first touchdown, and then uh, uh, didn't give up another point after that. Uh, uh, Pertle the quarterback, uh, only missed one throw uh, all night. Uh, a couple touchdown passes. If he Octavian Pirtle, if if he stays within himself and, and plays that type of control game. Papio, I think, is a, a definite top eight team for the playoffs, and you know potentially could grow with its line, maybe into the top four.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would put him up there as as an an above average quarterback in yeah, class A for he's, sure.
1: He's one that you don't ask him to overachieve. You you just want him to distribute the ball, make good reads. You know, again, he didn't throw a bad pass. The one he, he missed uh, was to um, uh, uh, one of his good receivers, and the, it was well covered. So it, w- it wasn't like it was a errant pass or, you know, one thrown 15, you know, rows up in the stands. <laughs> so they get that solid play from him and their defense and their lines are, are solid. You know, they're they're a team that you're not going to want to see in the playoffs – you know and again west side right now appears to be a cut above everybody
0: else no doubt about that so yeah i mean if we want to move on to class b i think we we kind of covered the the top 10 um you know it was another close win for bennington uh 28 think,
1: games in a row and yeah number 29 will have to come friday at york undefeated that's where i'm planning to be mr patterson over here gets to see the the star attraction uh west side west game but uh I'm going out to York, York's 2-0, hasn't allowed a point, uh, Grassfield, which uh, Banton seldom gets to play on, uh, you know, the fields back here are mostly turf, uh, so, you know, quite interesting. Banton had a couple touchdown lead on Plattsmouth, Plattsmouth may have 28-20 at the end, and I, I think Class B is is certainly wide open, and, you know, you have Banton number one, Elkhorn North number two, Scott three with the... Lost to Bainton on the Diddy. Did he not score a touchdown? And Waverly looking pretty solid at four. And Scott's Bluff with the good win over North Platte at number five.
0: Yeah, pretty good top five there. Um, so, yeah, if we want to move on to our, our breakout baller, uh segment here, uh, I think I think we decide with um, Lacuna. Uh, the no, fo- we actually – Oh, yeah, or no, you we had that, that –
1: I, I, I called an audible on you guys at the last <laughs> minute. It's uh, South Sioux junior Tony Palmer. Yes. Who against Sioux West last week rushed for a school record 364 yards. Oh, wow. Which pushed his two-game total to 608. So he's averaging 304 yards a game. You know, he'd be all-world if he could continue to play uh, Sioux City high teams. But um, <laughs> they get Omaha Northwest this week at home. Um, South Sioux got a little momentum going. They just uh, opened their uh, turf field. They had to play on the road all, or play their home games in the area, but not at home last year. So, um, you know, the Cardinals. It's been a long time for them to have, and they're in Class A. They're they're not Class B. They're on on the bottom of A. You know, it'd be something if they could get five or six wins and and get into the playoffs. We could have you know maybe a little. Turnover because of scheduling in, in you know those 15, 16-seeded teams uh, making it in the playoffs, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You've no. you got to give these these teams that have been struggling some
0: encouragement. Yeah, that'd be fascinating for sure if the Cardinals could uh, can make some noise up there in the northeast corner of the state. So
2: True, and uh, if Lacuna wasn't the breakout baller, he was the – alternate selection because uh yeah. just the game that he had the three sacks it the was defensive uh, the touchdown baller. and yep. yeah. Call him the defensive baller, and uh, he kind of represented the entire Patriots defense because they just uh, brought it, not just him, but everybody.
0: It it just seemed like they were in the backfield all night from from what I was seeing on on Twitter there following the game. So, yeah, very impressive from the Patriots. They absolutely deserve that number two ranking, I think, this week. At least for the week. (laughs) At least for the week, yes. We will see how they do against Miller North Friday. So, all right, guys, should we move on to volleyball for a little bit here? Yeah, let's spike a couple.
2: Sure. Let's uh, let's start off with Papio South, Dylan. Our overall number one team yep. again. Uh, they haven't lost yet, and uh, defending champs, two-time defending champs. Um, Papio South actually played three matches on Labor Day. I know it's a rarity, but uh, they played three down in the Kansas City area, won all three, including one against St. James Academy, always one of the top teams nationwide. And uh, the Titans are uh, ranked number eight nationally by max preps so uh, another great season for coach katie tarman our girls coach of the year last season so uh yeah let's just run down our top 10 real quick papio south one omaha Scut two lincoln southwest three papio four Gretna five bennington talked about them in football they also have a really good volleyball team and a libero Named Olivia Mock, that we know. Nebraska. That's right, Nebraska recruit. Bennington checking in at number six. They have not uh, been beaten yet, have not dropped a set yet. Uh, Elkhorn North, seven. Lincoln East, eight. Millard West, nine. And Norris is 10. And our number one teams by class Papio South in A, Scott in B, Grand Island Central Catholic. uh, Sharon Zavala's squad, number one in C1, Lincoln Lutheran, C2, riding a. I believe it's a 52 match win streak.
1: When do you stick them in the top ten?
2: Might be uh, sometime soon. They're <laughs> playing in a Malcolm tournament this weekend, so we'll see how they do.
0: Uh, SEM number one in D1 and Overton in D2. All right. So, and do we have any uh, any big matches that we're covering? We're taping this on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, any any big games this week?
2: Uh, well, it got a big one in Class B coming up uh, tomorrow night, which is. Thursday night for us right now Dylan Uh, Elkhorn North is playing at Waverly so that should be a really good one Uh, we've got a couple of uh, invites this weekend Norris Invitational and uh, the Bellevue East Invitational Bellevue West will be probably the favored team there so got a a couple good invites this weekend like said a a good duel uh, tomorrow night and um, you know move on from there
0: yeah absolutely I I really liked your feature over the weekend about Olivia Mock, as you said, um returning from winning international an international gold medal with the under nineteen U.S. volleyball team and and yeah, I mean what do you think that ceiling is for the Badgers? Do you think they can take on Scott there for Class B? I mean, Well, I knew they were gonna be good with
2: Mock back, obviously defensively. And um the big question with them was they lost most of their big hitters, so are they gonna have people stepping up and they have had some people step up to do that. Um, so they haven't really missed a beat yet. Coach uh, Lindsey Grant, former Millard North assistant, has done a really nice job out there. So we'll see if the Badgers can keep it going. But you mentioned Mock. Uh, my big question when she came back after winning gold was uh, she was in Croatia. So usually it takes a little bit of time to to uh, get acclimated to you know, the world as we know it here in, in Omaha, and uh, she really has hit the ground running. She's off to a great start, and uh, that's been another reason why the Badgers are still unbeaten.
0: Sounds good. Well, thank, thanks for joining me today, guys. Um, I don't think we have anything else, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week to recap week three.